Totally. And the and and the chicks are the worst, bro. They're the worst. Always about like being mad at their dude. So for you're not some a big shit. Dolly Parton fan, I'm guess. I just don't want to hear I don't want to hear <laughs> hey, listen, ladies, don't take this the wrong way. But I don't want to hear bitching. And and even if it comes in the music, you gotta worry but, about uh, it. No, I wifey's good for it. That's why I married her, right? Oh, uh, because she doesn't. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. But dude, seriously. I'm like, projecting. No, we're I'm like, I'm projecting. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> Ben, oh. don't, don't, don't listen to this. So we can't go home now, bro. You, <laughs> you screwed us both, bro. You just heard it. Cool. What'd you think? Pretty dope, right? Fucking amazing. Doing this what we do around here. Uh, welcome back to Wake the Flock Up with Concept 714 out of beautiful Revolution Studios here in Anaheim, California. Uh, before we get started, I got to pick up a bills. You know how that goes. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, hit us up, like us, follow, um, at wake the flock up, wake the flock up.net is where you're going to go to check out all the other episodes we got going on. Right now we have Reverie and Loudon fresh off their tour, fresh off their new release from their, um, new album, uh, the Russian roulette. Super dope album. Dope people, uh, collaborated on the album. It's great. It's amazing. Check it out. Um, who else do we have on there? Master Ace is coming on. Medusa coming on. We got Planet Asia coming on already. So check out those episodes. Uh, it was an honor to sit with every single one of them. So what I did was I created like a wish list and I went down the list and I literally just hit people up that were on that list and some of them responded and some of them were still working on, but yeah. a lot of the time it's just asking, you know? Oh, no, totally. Yeah, yeah. I, at my level, it's like, who the fuck is this little chubby Mexican kid bothering me all the time? And, but if you, <laughs> if you bother them enough, dude, they'll be like, all right, what's up? That worked except one time. And I'm going to tell you real quick that it worked with uh, Aesop Rock. Oh, yeah? So I kept bugging Aesop Rock, right? I'm like, bugging, bugging. And then uh, I'm like, man, I when, when you realize you're bugging him, you're like, okay, this is maybe too much, right? So we made him a flyer and we sent it out to him and we invited him. And then I said, I said, um, persistent to the point of harassment. That's our motto. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he sends back a, a tweet and he goes, it's funny how your motto works directly against you. In, in these cases <laughs> and i'm like dog i'm just trying to get you in here you're trying to work it but uh blank after that nothing yeah. he's so, like nope you've harassed me out <laughs> so, of an interview so hey Aesop rock please uh holler at us you know make us make it happen yeah holler at anybody Aesop rock where are you are is, you Aesop under a rock what, is, what happened to that dude is that is that known is he that had like a tv show and everything and then like where'd you go Oh yeah. What happened? ASAP Rocky came out and he was just like, <laughs> shut you down. Disappear. Well, I mean. He's like, your name is too close to mine. You live too close to me. Disappear. To, to be fair, ASAP Rock had it way before. Oh, totally. Rocky totally. I just, I just don't, I haven't heard his name yeah. in like three years, which is crazy because I remember 
like three years ago, he had a TV show and he was MTV super popular. Yeah. Dude. Well, you know, I'm calling him uh, Aesop under a rock from now on. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that one. Platformcollection.com is going to find my show. You will also find uh, Crappy Awesome, uh, which is an excellent podcast. Uh, that's our uh, leader podcast. I've been on the podcast networking uh, stage for many years now, and we're lucky enough they brought us on the Two Mix Hologram podcast. You will also find that there in Culture Sessions. Uh, take five, which is a five minute, just quick question with the artist. Boom. It's all video. You'll check it out. And pros, which is an artist performs a song he's never performed on pros and we videotape it, make a whole video out of it. It's amazing. You should tough. check it out. Uh, coming up, I already said Master Ace, Panadation, Medusa, DJ Revolution. And today is a very special day because again, I get to meet the people that I'm huge fans of for many, many years now since I've been following, uh, your career, but anything out of King of the Dot has been I've been. St- I remember I saw the first battle, and from there I was hooked. We got Dirtbag Dan in the house. Yeah, what's up? What's your boy? Dirtbag Dan. How you doing? Good man. How's how's the weekend been so far? Crazy. Uh, yeah. it was a battlefield uh weekend. I yes. I came up from I I'm from San Jose in the Bay Area and uh, Battle of L A. I've competed in I think three Battle of L A. S. Uh-huh. And they've done uh, this was five. Um. Wow, this was definitely the biggest and craziest of all of them. Yeah, but it, it was an honor to be a part of. And I, uh, myself, and my buddy Caustic, who's another battle guy mm-hmm. from the Bay Area, mm-hmm. we faced off against two kids from the UK. So yeah. we had a very high stress international battle, and it was cool. Okay, uh, when I first started watching uh, King of the Dollar or any battle scene, it was very simple: one guy against another guy, yeah. and they'd go at it. Yeah. As of now, I've seen two guys yeah. versus two guys. Yeah. I've seen a guy battle a girl. Yeah. And I've seen girls battle girls. Yeah. I've seen beatboxing. Mm-hmm. I've seen DJs. Yep. Uh, where did, did, did you start in and all of this? Like, when did it draw your attention? How did it, you know, how's it worked in your progression? I, uh, I've been a battle rapper since like, like pre eight mile battle rapper like when we used to you know battle over beats and <laughs> is that and is that a line for you Were for you sure because, no eight mile was like after eight mile happened yeah. like we were all stoked as like the kids who like actually did these real battles that yeah. they were make that um, there was a movie about yeah and like there was so much more work after eight mile came out mm-hmm. and then uh you know everything tailed off and then this kind of new form of battling came from the east coast uh where they were, you know, two people, acapella, no mm-hmm. beat. And yeah. that kind of, and you could tell that they had prepared and they were writing. Yeah. Um, and that was like, you, it just, all the awkward stuff about the freestyle battles was erased. You yeah. know what I mean? Those weird pauses or the, uh, and then, you know, just the filler bars and stuff. Yeah. Cause it was all just direct killing and everybody kind of saw that it was better. So that became the dominant form of battling and, Grind time started in Florida. Mm-hmm. Lush one went over and battled these kids in Florida. And then he was like, Hey, let me start a grind time in the West Coast. And I actually did like the first one of those in mm-hmm. 2008. I was the first grind time West Coast battle. And from there, I mean, like I realized I was like, Oh, there's a league in England. There's a league in the Philippines. There's a league in Sweden, you yeah. know, that Canada, of course, King of the Dot. And, and I, I was the guy who, like, right off the bat was like, I want to go to all these places. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I made my name. Just how did traveling. you and Organic hook up? Um, through King, uh, through Grind Time. Cause mm-hmm. King of the Dot and Grind Time would do, like, kind of co-events mm-hmm. where actual 
you know, organic battled in grind time. He battled disaster in yeah, a grind time battle so. in the Bay Area that lushed through. I battled at that same event. I battled King of the Dot Battlers, like a uh, dude named Jack Shit. I battled uh, who else? Um, I went there and battled Mad Child. Me yeah. and Thesaurus battled there. We actually did the only grind time battle that ever took place at a King of the Dot event and like oh. would never, ever happen again, which is crazy. Just like weird, like that, you know, I was the first guy to go to England in battle. I was the first guy to go to the Philippines in battle. Um, and the Philippines, they have a huge battle scene out there. Like when you look at the top uh, most viewed battles. That was going to bring up is because uh, I remember again following the the battle scene. Yeah. Disaster went over there and battled crazy. The most viewed, yeah. re- which I had never heard of. Yeah, Looney. I've never heard of Looney most before. Uh, a- after that, of course, I went and I did my research yeah. and stuff. But you know, the most battle rapper ever. Yeah. In, from the Philippines, and I'm thinking, well, that's not really fair. Yeah, man. They, because it's a crazy. It's like there. I went there, right? Yeah. And I was like, we were like, what is this? Is this like some kind of trick? You know? Do they have like you know, are they cheating on the YouTube views mm-hmm. or whatever? And mm-hmm. I went to the Philippines and it was crazy. Like people knew me at the airport and I hadn't even battled yet. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? And then the dude who ran the league that I battled, he was walking down the street and people were just enigma, enigma. They run up to him on the street and get his autograph and, and shit. I was like, bro, this, this is crazy out yeah. here. We did a battle and I was in the Philippines for like 10 days. We did a battle. Three days after the battle, I was in like a market and they were selling bootleg DVDs of the battle. Oh, we did. <laughs> I was like, dude, this is that's got to be a like, sense wow. of pride for you. It's just like a bootleg. And when disaster <laughs> went out there, he yeah. battled in like an arena. I know, you know what I mean. I saw so, it. It was crazy. It was but like I was a the first stadium. guy yeah. to go there. So you know, like I, w- I still Diz did a bigger battle there. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of my, a lot of like the flags I planted in in my like quest for the top of the mountain have been surpassed yeah. but but you know i'm still here and i'm and i'm definitely proud to be a part of like the beginning of this stuff see you know being here for this week and all this stuff that's happening mm-hmm. in battle rap i'm definitely stoked you know now, i don't want to disillusion anyone mm-hmm. but as a fan there's a couple questions of kind of like the logistics that i i want to ask totally that because because yes the, it's all awesome to watch a battle but there's so much that needs to take place in order for those two people to meet in that arena yeah you know oh yeah oh yeah so i got a couple questions hoping you can help me out yes okay so number one is there's obviously a ranking system right is that an official? See, okay, no. Now, is that an official ranking, or is it really most just who brings in the views? Uh, the second. So really, really who <laughs> views? Brings- views. I I think are the most uh, accurate way for uh, us as battlers to value ourselves as far as our booking price. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're a battler who's going to bring a million views to a channel, mm-hmm. then you know there's ad revenue that's going to come with that million views. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And just having that battle on the channel. So, you know, they, there's, there's something to be said for that. Yeah. They definitely deserve more money than the guy who's going to bring a hundred thousand views. You know what I mean? So it makes sense. And, and then, you know, the hundred thousand guy got to get paid more than the guy who brings 20,000, you know what I mean? 10, whatever, five, but, at but the so end it's of the not day, skills. It's not really like on skills. Well, because how can it be? It's not like a fist fight, right? Well, like, maybe the skills translate to views. I can kill right? it. You can kill it. Right. And then at the end of the day, like my homies say, I beat you. Your homies say, you beat me. Yeah. And if there's like 10 of your homies and 10 of my homies, then yeah. who won? You know oh, what I mean? Okay. So it's really like, and I'm not saying that people don't lose battles. People lose battles all the time. Yeah. But, uh, you know, on the highest level and when people are getting paid money and when people are being flown from other countries or being, you know, put up in hotels and all the, 
the stuff that comes with that, you know, there's a value for that based directly on the amount of views that they're bringing to the channel. And that is on that level, you're going to have a lot of, you know, varied opinions about who won a battle. Yeah. If both people, yeah, and that's, that's ideal. That's like the best case scenario. Worst case scenario is one dude shits the bed and it's like, oh, you know, the whole, it's like, it's not even a watchable battle now. Even though one dude's killing it, you're like, the other dude just is, you know, is just ruining it. clamped up or doesn't perform Forget, or deliver. Forget your stuff. I've yeah. done it, man. It's it's rough to... Some of the best have done it. Totally. I've, I've seen it. Disaster it, has choked. Yeah. Immaculate has yeah. choked. Uh, Who else? You name your favorite PH, battle rapper. You know, oh, it, totally. And even, uh, even like dudes like Daylight who are like, he's, his system... Like how he kind of is just so weird in battles yeah. that he could like just drink a whole bottle of water and think about his bars and people would be like, ha ha, daylight's crazy. You know what I mean? If I do that, they'll be like, oh, he's forgetting yeah. his stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? So, well, anyone tattoos a spot face on your, right? your face. Is you know what he did yesterday? He put he put makeup on his face and he, he covered his spawn mask com completely like professional, like came in Devon Campbell and it was came gone. to battle and yeah. it was like, no. No. And everyone was like, what the fuck? Everyone was like, it's crazy. <laughs> he should have been, oh, it's fake. I fuck with you guys the whole time. I've, I've, I've been knowing Day forever. <laughs> There's a picture of me, Daylight, Thesaurus, Reverse Live, Dumbfounded, and I don't know, somebody else, maybe Satire. Yeah. And we're, and Daylight's got no face yeah. tattoos. Uh -huh. Diz is kind of smaller. He's yeah. way smaller. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Pete's uh, a little skinnier. You know, I, I, I think. <laughs> Poor guy, man. You, uh, okay. Okay. All right. So a couple what, more things before we get into the. Shouts out to Fat Pete. I love you. <laughs> not to be confused with Skinny Pete. Yeah. Uh, okay. Before we get into those. Okay. Yeah. A couple more logistic questions for you. Okay. Right? Sorry. So now how, when it comes to you saying some of the best have lost battles. Totally. And they're judged. Okay. How serious is the judging or is it just, hey, this judge likes it? Is, is there a criteria that they have to meet or yeah. like a spite provided by King of the Dot? I think that's where I, why judging fell apart, really. Mm -hmm. Like, and they don't judge. Like, there was no judging in yesterday's event. Okay. I can't remember the last event where they judged every battle. It's not like it hasn't been forever. Maybe two years ago. Yeah. Maybe I, the world domination. They used to judge every battle at world domination. They give you cards. It'd be like, if it was me versus definition, it would be like, my card, American flag, his yeah. card, you know, uh, UK flag, and they yeah. would give them to the judges. Yeah. Um, and I guess the, the world domination event that King of the Dot is doing in August in Toronto is going to be like that. They're going to judge, but it's so uncommon now that they're using that as a promotional tool because it, you know, battlers at the end of the day, like it, it just became a bunch of rappers sitting around and going, yo, what's up? My name's so and so. I think. Homie was tight, yeah. but then other homie came back and was tighter, yeah. and and nobody wants to see that. And that, yeah. at the end of the day, it the video with all the sponsorship stuff at the beginning and end or whatever, like, and then you put five judges on it, you know what I mean? And yeah. they say they're three minute opinions. Yeah. You turned a twenty minute battle into a, a oh. hour long YouTube video, yeah. and nobody wants to watch that shit. Yeah. You know Everyone fast I mean? forwards to the battle. Avocado, <laughs> who does like all the King of the Dot editing and stuff, is amazing. And he's using red cameras and he's doing crazy cinematic stuff. He doesn't want to cut in all these judges being so like So now how are they will they not be judged any longer? Well I mean, and it's just left, which is probably the best way to do that's it. That's why that ranking system doesn't matter, right? That's why views are, are king, right? Because but, there is no judgment. So, but people are going to judge. Like people are going to go online and say, Oh, this fool got smoked. Right. This fool won. If it's that, but I don't know how it works. And my thought it would be like, well, here's disaster from USA battle 10 wins, two law. No. Okay. So they don't care. You guys no. don't, that doesn't matter. It, to you if guys? they did that, if they did that, they could. 
because we used to we did a lot of judge battles right. but it would be like you know it would be like for me it would be like you know 30 wins you know 10 losses yeah. and you know 40 uh, you know whatever yeah. <laughs> not no contest or yeah. whatever you call it you yeah. know what i mean so now we have more battles on our record that haven't been judged at all yeah. than we do have battles that well there's nothing i don't see i remember being wins and losses and being like i have seven losses and like 30 something wins i'm like oh so I'm none boss. of that matters like if i was a fighter and i had that yeah. record i'd be like that's what i'm saying scared of me that's what i'm saying isn't that wouldn't that take work in negotiation but i guess you're saying for i mean for your pay but i guess it doesn't well so look so now they're doing this reality show right where they have the slaughterhouse reality show uh you know shady records is putting it on slaughterhouse mm-hmm. is using battle rap to promote their record yeah. so they're judging the battle they have yeah. like disaster in the house math hoffa daylight uh mm-hmm. you know Big T, T-Rex, all these big names from all over the country. And uh, they're the judges are Slaughterhouse. Yeah. And we've seen the first episode, and they're terrible judges. They're like, you know, 9-9, You're like, what? how is – you can't call it a draw, homie. It's a tournament. You're running a tournament. You yeah. have to decide who wins the battle, yeah. you know. But And it's like, I mean, Crooked Eye was kind of a straight shooter. But for the most part, like, what? how, how did they – where do they get to qualify to be judges to judge the best battlers in the world on battling? That's coming if it from was a their song, camp, right? Because their camp is battling the the. Well, Joe Budden is going to battle it, Hollow. So how right? do you expect them to not be neutral to Joe? To it, Joe? Well, uh, Hollow. It's like Joe Budden has, dude, right off the bat, <laughs> Arsenal and Joe Budden yeah. had like a beef, yeah. and Arsenal did a diss song. Joe Budden did a did a song. And where he mentioned Arsenal's name, yeah. got like seventy thousand views. Yeah. Arsenal did a diss song, uh, and it, or it got like one hundred seventy thousand views. Yeah. Arsenal did a diss song, and it got like one hundred eighty thousand views. Yeah. So it got more views. Yeah. And uh, he he really went in on Joe Budden, and then you know Arsenal battled Daylight, and it came down to Joe Budden's decision. Who yeah. you think Joe Budden gave it to? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So uh, it's just at the end of the day, judging in this world is not the best thing. So now you know? they're just going to go all unjudged. You let, because look, not to compare it, but like yeah. epic rap battles of history. You yeah, know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. They'll go, you who decide yeah. who wins. You decide who do you want to see next battle, yeah. which is to me makes more, because it makes me want to come totally. back. Because if you're like, oh, he won, he won, he won. And I'm like, oh, makes me want to, it's not even fair that he won. Makes I've me said this watch a it. ton of times. The first battle league that really builds in a true, like a truly simple online judging system, yeah. like to where, like, like epic rap battles mm-hmm. to where it's that simple yeah. that to know who the, the fans thought won yeah. and then did something with that information. Yeah. Uh, I think they would greatly benefit. I think Slaughterhouse, like right off the bat with their thing, they were like, yo, we're, we're bringing judging back to battle rap. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but it's a tournament format one. So they're limited in their ability to write for their opponents. Yeah. So it's not ever going to be as good as a regular battle. Uh, like Math Hoffa and Disaster battled on that show. Yeah. Uh, disaster one, Math Hoffa slipped up a bit and they were like, the judgment was terrible. They weren't even going to give it to Diz until Cricket. I was just like, nope, he won. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, last night they had a battle and that battle they had last night was 10 times better than the one they had on the TV show. Mm-hmm. And it's not like because they didn't want to do good on the TV show. It's just because in a tournament format, you have limited time to prepare. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So you yeah. just, they just had to, you know, work with what they had. And I just think, your for the the real form of battling is always going to be like this unjudged audience opinion kind of thing. Yeah. 
But and and that's why the YouTube videos get so many views. People come back and comment. You say one thing, I argue with you, and then we are on that page fourteen, thirty times yeah. just to see what we're saying about each other. You right, know what I mean? Right, right. And then there'll be tournament-based stuff where there will be judging. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when companies like Shady Records are behind the tournament stuff, there's going to be more money in the tournament stuff. You right. know. But and you know we that's the first company that's doing that. Okay. Until we see a lot more than who knows. What worried me. And this is just from a completely fan not knowing anything. It, don't you see that as a threat to King of the Dog and Grind Town that these major, because the way it's being presented and we literally had this discussion outside with these people yeah. last week that it's being presented that Eminem is bringing battle yeah. to you. We're yeah. the first ones to yeah. ever do pay-per-view check. And it's like, homie, King of the Dots been, I've been, I buy at least four of these yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. doesn't, don't you see that as a threat to what you build? Uh, I, do I see it as a threat to, to King of the Dot? Yeah. Possibly. Right. Or, or any of the, any of the smaller leagues. Do I see it as a threat to me? No. <laughs> I see it as, as more opportunities for work. Right. Because, even if, even not on a larger scale, even if I'm not called up to battle on, uh, in a slaughterhouse tournament or, uh, you know, whatever other big kind of corporation, I've always thought Red Bull would get in, but dude, we're talking about hardcore misogyny, you know, uh, home, homophobia, yeah. uh, violence. So they just you know, don't want that association. It's hard to get any sponsors, especially then when the two most popular battle rappers are punching each other in the face mm. on a, vi- on a million view video on yeah, world star. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Oh, it's bad for the culture. Really? Q-tip was tweeting about battle rap last night. Yeah. You know what I mean? So was, uh, method man was on the phone with this like, Oh, what happened? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know like, what it is? It's, 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 people have to pretend to be upset about stuff because for if, sure, if right? we don't pretend to be upset about stuff, we can't yeah. prove to other people we're better than them. Well, I'll tell you straight up. Like there's no future in us ending battles with punches. Like we can't do that. There's no future. Absolutely. In do I think that Diz ruined the culture by punching Math Hoffa in the face last night? No. Do I think that Math Hoffa being the guy who punched other people in the face doesn't deserve to get punched in the face more than anybody <laughs> in the world yeah. in, in, in that scenario. Right. No. I mean, I, yeah, of course, whatever. He should, yeah, he, that's the guy you punch, right? But I don't, I, the, the first thought that went through my mind was, Oh, why did you do that? <laughs> it's like, like it's oh. A, oh, you what? You, you totally won the whole battle and then you punched the dude in the face. Like, yeah. That was pointless. That was the most pointless thing I ever seen. But you know, it's that's that's some kind of a judgment because at the end of the day, nobody even cares about the battle anymore. Disaster won. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But no, there's no future in that. Okay, there's no future in that. But <laughs> you don't see them as a threat to you because look, ultimately, you're. Your your flag is they planted as the dude that was the first to do this oh, yeah, for yeah. Battle League. So I could understand that. To me, it was just seeing like, okay, well, Eminem should not be taking this kind of credit or presenting it in this way because it's a little disrespectful to the people that yeah. have been building that way. But that was just my personal opinion. At the end of the day, man, like we're happy that people like Eminem and people like Absol and even yeah. people like Joe Budden yeah. want to get involved. You yeah. know what I mean? It sh- It truly shows that there's you know, yeah. some kind of future in, yeah. in battle rap. And then at the end of the day, like they can never do what we did last night or what, you know, King of the Dot did last night. And I, and I could definitely say we, cause I was a part of it. I was on that card. We had amazing battles all throughout the day. None of those battles would have ever been able to take place in that slaughterhouse environment simply based on, you know, a, like they're not inviting me and 
caustic to battle the two-on-two champs from the uk they're not inviting anyone from the uk so that's a whole different element we're bringing to the table and then you have the fact that we're doing three minute rounds and yeah. people have been preparing for each other for months yeah you have like you know ilmac and verb where or, or you know where battles where people like truly don't like each other or have something to prove but they're not going to take it to blows and mm-hmm. they're going to do it in the ring you know right and there was a lot of great things yesterday outside of you know the one bad thing being disaster punch and math even that battle was amazing yeah. and i guarantee you that that punch will probably drive up the value of the pay-per-views mm-hmm. no way that any of those major leagues can ever do that mm-hmm. because we are what battling really is battling will always be a king of the dot a smack uh, uh you know what i mean like uh, and even grind time even though it's not around anymore but grind time had a large part in battling being what it's always going to be like this thing on the internet that's crazy that anybody can do yeah this because independent uh hip form of battling totally the, to the masses and like i can do a battle with another big name battler and it get a ton of views yeah or you know you can do a battle with someone that nobody's ever heard of and one of you like does something crazy like flash kicks the other one or some shit and it could get the same amount of muse and then start more and then who the knows the then, then yeah start f- cadillac ron it and, and get some gatorade in your veins in the middle of a battle and complex magazine will be writing about you the next week you it know what i mean un- okay. <laughs> so like they can't do that slaughterhouse cannot recreate that no big corporation can say hey we're going to get you a group of battle rappers and we're going to get you together because yeah. the minute one of us starts shooting up in a battle or punching each other in the face or whatever no we can't put that on tv that's crazy they, but we can put that on youtube oh. <laughs> and that's why i don't think there's no competition with those guys okay that makes sense and the last lo- logistical question that i have because i'm always how come this man doesn't yeah. battle this guy yeah. man i would die to-. so being associated with king of the dot or grind time or any of those other factions how much say do they have in who you get to battle? Uh, not a lot. Not a lot. So what does it mean to be part of King of the Dot then or, or Grind um, Time if you, if they well, don't have any affiliation in your bookings or? It's more like to, it, cause we're like, we're not, nobody signs a comp, like nobody has signed a, a contract with King of the Dot that extends beyond the one battle that they're doing yet. Oh. It's never happened. I, not even on a championship level, not even like when someone so took it's, the chain. It's, Per battle, you sign a contract agreeing for, to be the- for each individual battle. And so then, how is it a league? I guess Smack has because they throw the events and they release the battles, and it's an honor for us to do work with King of the Dot because they have people like Avocado who are shooting on the best Amazing. quality of cameras Absolutely. and doing crazy editing. So we know our battle is not only going to look good, but because it's coming out on the King of the Dot channel and they built a reputation for releasing good battles, yeah. it's also going to get a ton of views. Yeah. Same thing goes for Smack and UW, who kind of like just came out of nowhere, has affiliation with Arsenal. Um, they're another league that anyone's going to jump at the opportunity to battle for those leagues because of the nature of those leagues. And honestly, they pay us less than the smaller leagues smaller leagues have to pay someone like me more to come out and battle yeah it makes sense because i'm bringing more views. i'm bringing the views to your channel but if you're you know if you're I, doing them the favor exactly. instead of king of the dog they're doing you the favor of putting you on exactly oh, and and sense. i mean and and it's it's definitely a two-way street and that's why you know there's you know there's compensation involved as far as people are paid and transportation is taken care of and stuff like that but there are battlers for sure like on certain levels that are coming out of pocket to do King of the Dot battles because they want the promo, and ho- hopefully they'll it'll push them to that level. Well, there'll be a guy. But who's Dan wants to, to battle someone in Florida. 
you you just call that dude and you guys fix it and you make it happen and someone picks it up or some there's a there's a few different ways that could happen right okay. like i could i that's the way i like to do it if depending on the kind of battle that's going to be like okay. If like, for instance, with this last battle, I contacted the kids, I contacted my buddy Caustic and mm -hmm. I was like, Hey, you want to do a two on two with these kids in the UK? They're, you know, we, we're fans of them. And like, yeah, that would be awesome. So then I hit up the kids. You guys want to do this? So then, and they're like, yeah, totally. You know, how can we make it happen? Mm -hmm. So then I hit up the league and, you know, me and Lush worked it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, we worked out a deal that was fair for everybody involved. Nobody was, you know, being extended. We felt like what we were getting, what we deserved. And, then the battle went forth. That's that's the good way. It's a simple, clean, easy or, way to do it. Or you can go on Twitter and be like, "Fuck, you. fuck that dude. <laughs> He's a bitch. I can't. Eat, I hate your bars, and I will destroy you in any battle." And then you know, depending your like, mom, because people do that. People do both those things to me, and I say no all the time. People hit me up nicely, and they're yeah. like, "Hey, would you like the battle?" Nope. And then people hit me up, and they're like, "Yo, fuck you. I'll murk you." And I'm like, "No, you won't." And that's it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but on a certain level, if somebody who of like some caliber yeah. is like, oh, Dirtbag Dan's a bitch. I'll Ooh. take it. I'll be like, cool. All right. Well, There's I'll see you then. What's it, next? Yeah. What event? And honestly, at that point, we just look at le what what event? Yeah. Who, what's go what's King of the Dot got going on? You know what I mean? Like, that's the league I tend to oh. work with most exclusively. But I've worked for pretty much probably more leagues than any other battle rapper on the planet. Right. Doing all the traveling and stuff. Right. So. I'm not, I'm a free agent in Good. the finest sense of the word, you know. Good. I like that. Yeah. All right. Well, logistics aside, see, these are just things I always wonder how it got put together. And I think a lot of people do. Time. Oh, man. And it people sucks. are always like, I want this. I want to see this person and this person. Yeah. Well, if one of those people don't want to see the other person, then yeah. it's just not going to happen. Yeah. And that happens way more often than not. Yeah. People are like, I want to see this battle. And you'll be like, believe it or not, this fool does not want to battle that fool. Yeah. You know, for whatever reason, like, oh shit, I can do this pretty good. And I grew up in a very, being like a skateboarder and having a lot of friends. And my brother, fuck, he was a pro skater and shit. So I always was around people that were really good. Like my friends are in, the, I grew up in San Jose. A lot of people, skateboarders come from San Jose. Kids I used to skate with are in video games and shit. So I was, it was very like, damn, I'm never going to be as good as these kids. At this particular. At this thing. Right. And then once the rap shit, I was like, oh my God, I'm better than all these kids at this shit. Yeah. So like no one's going to be better than me at this. Yeah. And it became very competitive. So you're like, this is my ticket. This yeah. Is well, I just, this is me being better than someone at something. And yeah. I like being better. So I, you know, did it. So it always had a competitive nature. And then yeah. in the beginning, like there was nowhere to record. Nobody had just like laptops that you can you know yeah. make beats on and whatever like that didn't exist mm -hmm. so and i'm not like super old i'm saying like this is you know in the late 90s and yeah. like the early 2000s like no they people still have the, the big old gray ones with the green screen yeah you yeah. used to play oregon trail i'm just those? saying like uh -huh. like like for pro tools like when did pro tools come out yeah. like the first version of pro tools <laughs> and really like nobody had pro tools until like the fifth version so like Making beats was kind of not an option. Yeah. Very few people recorded in studios on tape and those people had money and they were mostly drug dealers. And we listened to all their shit, but we, you know, we couldn't get in the studio. So mm -hmm. we would just go to battles. Mm -hmm. That's open mics would turn to battles and you mm -hmm. go on the mic and, and someone would call you out and you just battle. And that be, that's how I got into that. And then, you know, eight mile and grind time and whoop de whoop. But I always made music. I always kind of made CDs and then would try and sell CDs at the battles when I was a kid. Now I just did a battle yesterday. I'll drop a music video with the battle and, you know, mm -hmm. a link to download the music and all that yeah. stuff. So, so battling was early integrated with what you did. It was more, I, I would say I battled before I wrote 
my first verse. Right. For sure. Okay. So I wrote uh, the first bars I ever wrote down on a piece of paper were probably battle bars in some way, Uh shape or form. Yeah. And then added to your tracks or anything like that. Yeah. And I try. And now, I mean, like I look at like the music I make now and I'm really comfortable like for years I was so you try you figure out what do you write about? What do I want to write about? What do yeah. people want to hear? Now I never think about that. You know what I mean? Now it's I just, just you. Yeah. Okay, now 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 because I've heard a couple of your tracks outside yeah. of the battle scene. Okay. My uh, what I'm wondering is where are you going? Where's your game plan? Is is there Good a question. is there a focus? <laughs> is there a re because you can battle all you want. Boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much you guys are getting paid. It looks like you guys make a good living out of it. We you do make, okay, but it's you can't do like like I, I was from just my on, understanding is you get a percentage for a battle, and if you don't have any battles in between, there's no money coming in. Exactly. Except for maybe sponsors exactly. and or you can't something. do battles all the time. Exactly. You can't yeah. battle every day. It's no, not, not a fun. You can't battle you can't do it more than once a month. I've done like three in a month before and it's crazy. It's, it's just like soul crushing. You right. don't want to do that. That's you know? Because you whatever so uh so but but in, in music, because you get like uh you know You could play thirty shows in a row. I just went off a tour, I would I, we did 38 shows in like 35 days. Man. Yeah, and you get paid, and you get your, and then you get merch, and then and you they get buy this merch. And, uh, exactly, way more than the battles. I went, like I said, I was just coming out of Six to Six Fest yesterday, and I realized I only buy clothes at shows. Yeah, like, I only buy man, shirts. Man, there's a and, lot of people. I wish like, they sold pants at these shows because I'm like markets. lagging on, on pants. Because if you like, look at like Strange Music, uh, their fans, yeah, they buy merch, man. Yeah. They come to shows. They got like this much money in their pocket to buy i want to buy a t-shirt a sweater whatever you know what i mean like they're buying merch like i went on tour with a strange artist and the homie kung fu vampire who has like a very like he has a strange audience and he has like a juggalo audience another group of fans who are like we buy merch like we're here to buy merch and uh it was crazy to see to like see the other side and right. be like, man, these fools are getting so. Paid. Where where are you going as a music, as a musician as an artist on that level outside of battling? Are you looking to get signed? Are you you know you yeah? How's that work for sure? Right. I well, don't know. I don't know because it seems like some of the <clears throat> battles are, are like I'm a battle. That's what I do. Yeah, and this is what I'm focused on. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm I've definitely always been like a music guy. Like I've always put my music out there and and i've always like consistently done shows and and tours and Mm -hmm. tried to you know use the battling to promote my music and i realize in a lot of ways that i've hit the ceiling where that goes you know what i mean but then the ceiling keeps getting higher for battle rap you know what i mean every time i think i hit the ceiling then someone is on tv the next day you know what i mean or you know whatever on a major label there's some artists who are able to kind of make the transition over and oh it's hard like uh dumbfounded he's been able to but then he cut his ties and now he's doing his his thing and now he's respecting he's growing and every day it's just building more you know no can't do is one of those other artists too yeah oh totally totally because he kind of had it before and then jumped in and then now and not to be like unfair to either of those two dudes their specific uh ability to do that is based yeah. on relationships that they built outside of battling uh-huh. um dumbfounded has a very cultural following oh, like he's yeah. going and playing korean student unions at colleges across the country yeah. you're not like he's going on tours with watsky not freddie gibbs you yeah. know what i mean like it's a very different market it's uh-huh. as different as the juggalos so and he the knows his audience art. and he's playing too totally and then no can do is like intrinsically tied in with the low end theory movement, yeah. which is huge yeah. and global. Uh-huh. So, you know, that's kind of his 
connection to the music industry and it's right. again it's completely holy and separate from battling yeah so i don't think like i don't like look at those dudes as like oh they transitioned like they they were making those moves the whole time they were the, trying to do the battle the thing. biggest one that you can probably in the history is eminem who <sighs> without question went through without question when not only being like the, one of the the biggest a hip hop artist of all time. Yeah. To, to be in a, a really respected battle and it's not battle rapper that it's not questioned. Like you see his videos, yeah. you listen to him. He put down work and he from Detroit, he came all yeah. the way down because he realized, but he used it as a platform as a, and he launched and yeah. never came back. Well, I guess like, okay, so who doesn't want that, right? Yeah. I don't know. Probably not me. <laughs> I would be way more comfortable to be in a position where like I, my fan base, was big enough to where I can tour consistently yeah. and make a living. Yeah. Um, cause I've been able to make a living doing both, right? Touring and battling and, and mixing the two. And I'm, I'm a very, you know, I, one of the reasons that I've never had management is because we've always done our own stuff. Like we're, I'm from the Bay Area. We kind of like, it's, it's very, Independent grind. Yes, yeah. totally. It's yeah. like built into everything we do. So like we were pressing our own CDs and selling CDs out of trunks and, you know, and then taking it and, and self-distributing it to Rasputin and, and you know what I mean? The stores that were selling our CDs when that mattered. And, you know, we did our own digital distribution online and everything like that. We got our own artwork done. We did all the things that a label would do for you, for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of ways, like that weeded us out of the pool of artists that could be helped by the labels that were like smaller. You know what I mean? Yeah. Basically the kids with a bunch of money to throw away. Like we didn't, we we're like, nah, we don't need you. We, we're, we can do that on our own, yeah. you know? But at some point you definitely hit a wall as far as like what you can do yeah. as an artist, you know, responsible for marketing your own music and doing stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I've been able to do crazy things like the battle in the Philippines got, you know, it has close to 3 million views and, I released a mixtape with that and that mixtape got like over 50,000 downloads. Wow. And that's, you know, that's crazy. And that's definitely why I've been able to tour and, and like kind of build on that audience just mm -hmm. from that one individual move. That was the biggest battle thing that I did where I was like doing that, let these people know that I make music. Mm -hmm. And then I have music videos that have, you know, I have ones that have been up and have a hundred thousand views. I have ones mm -hmm. that uh, I just put up that got 30,000 and I know dudes that are signed to major labels or, or have label support that aren't doing those kind of numbers. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in a way, like I, you know, I'm, I'm always confident in what we can do ourselves, mm -hmm. but I'm knowing at some point I kind of have to, you know, reach out and work towards finding an audience that's more related to, you know, like, what you're saying, like the six two six fest where kids are going out there and buying merch where yeah. I'm what, well, you know, where I have some kind of management or booking agent that's making sure that I'm on stuff like that for your because music. I'm a better rapper than these dudes. Well, yes, that's what for I'm my saying. music, for my See, music, that's what the, the whole point, because that, I'm better because, because <laughs> I, I've listened and I, and I've for a couple of years now and I've kind of, because the way it started to me was obviously I'm a music fan. Hey, here's these kids battling. Awesome. This yeah. And then the immediately what I did, disaster tracks, put them on. Yeah. yeah. Mm, Battle, yeah, yeah, stick yeah. to battles are amazing, bro. Yeah. And then, oh, hey, this kid's not that bad over here. Yeah. Thesaurus is kind of dropping and doing this. Yeah. Go, so that's the way that I've kind of got, got gained my knowledge. Immaculate makes great music. I, I, forever, I've yeah. listened to the t mixtapes and then I stuff mm. stuff comes out of New York. I love those kids are doing their thing over yeah. there. So, you, so eventually, is is it going to be in your river mirror? Or is it something you're always going to be a part of? Or I think I'll always be a part of battle rap in one way or another. Yeah. Um, uh, definitely like. 
I'm tied to it forever, no matter what I do, mm-hmm. even if I tried to walk away. And I think it would be lame to walk away and, and turn my back on the people who, who found me yeah. through that. Um, but I definitely like to be working as a musician more. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would like to limit my involvement to battling to commentary and, you know, uh, hosting and, and throwing events. At some point, you'd be like an old, like an old boxer that like, gets like, like the announcement. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, now they're just calling the shots. Or like the dudes like in wrestling, you know, like Gene Oakley or whatever. Oh, what mean, was his name? Mean Jr. You be Jr. Yeah, I'm JR. <laughs> That's what's up. We left the north side in '89 before the earthquake. I can't remember if it was second or first grade My mom didn't want us growing up with gangbangers Buying a house on the south was a game changer We went from living on the block to living by the hills Mom and dad both had multiple jobs to pay the bills Side gigs, seasonal work and overtime They both were always on the grind My dad about lost his mind He was working them 20 hour days That's the type of work that costs no matter how good it pays And speed's part of the trade So we started taking meth so the mess started taking back, he started wasting checks While my mom and dad were dealing with some grown up shit I was running wild trying to grow up quick Shit, I was barely a teenager when my mom and my brother left I stayed with dad because I felt like he had nothing left We moved away from the hood to become suburbanites But ran into a whole bunch of problems in this suburban life Life, 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 yeah, life, life, it was all fucked up we used to burn at the pad with the same dope man that was serving my dad. I'm talking burnt tin foil on the counter in the bathroom. Homie from prison in the kitchen giving tattoos. I'm 14 drinking St. I special brew. At a house party where you learn what a weapon do. The cops come, we scatter and they arrest a few. I'm hitting fences, they need a defense and getting sentenced. I'm apprehensive when it comes to selling coke and speed. But had no problems with shrooms, acid and bozo weed. We wasn't trying Trying to go to college for no degrees We got our GEDs Then moved from O's to P's We moved away from the hood to become suburbanites But ran into a whole bunch of problems in this suburban life Life, 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 I'm saying I was all fucked up I bought a strap from the homie Zach A sawed off that shot Flames when you let it clap We go out to Kelly's ranch Pop a couple tabs I remember tripping Watching flames off the muzzle flash I wasn't cutting class I just didn't go no more We would front the homie sacks Then meet up with them at four Some of us were pushing packs Others were selling pills Some of us went to the ranch Then ran away through the hills Me and my brother fought my dad Right in front of Shell I remember thinking at that moment That my life was hell I think my Homie Maddie's mom seen it driving by Since then, I could never face the woman eye to eye You try to hide that type of dysfunction till it explodes In a place you should feel safe in front of everyone you know I had to split, I moved with mom and my dad was pissed She asked how bad it got, I didn't tell her half of it I got out about a week before the raid Probably would have caught a couple charges if I stayed Me and my dad didn't talk for years and we made amends Sometimes we laugh about it now, but shit was crazy then it's hard to take it for granted after you learn the price All of that's what made me a man, that's how I learned to fight We moved away from the hood to become suburbanites But ran into a whole bunch of problems in this suburban life
<laughs> on a personal level, how much influence does it have on your personal life? Because I can't see. I mean, I don't know. I'm married. Yeah, I'm married. And I'm too. trying. Okay, you are. You're married. Do you have kids? No. Okay, but you're definitely married. Oh yeah. So. For me, I find it very difficult to be able to have the freedom to go do this and go do oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. without having to come home and be like, oh, you're fucking leaving all Well, the time. I, you know what? <laughs> I, not having kids has a whole lot to do with that. Yeah. Uh, my wife um, is definitely like extra awesome and has been with me for, we were together for 10 years before we got married and yeah. we've been together for three, you know, we've been married for three years. So um, she was with me when I was 17, 18, oh, wow. just starting to rap. You know yeah. what I mean? So she's seen it to where like, you know, she was happy when, you know, they started giving me plane tickets and paying me money and like just that, that, you know, things That's, I went. So she had that sense of pride for you. And, she was yeah. happy that it went down that way. And, you know? and I, and you know, like we, I used money from like, I got paid, like I made like 10 racks through Red Bull one year and I, you know, put her through, uh, beauty school with it yeah. and stuff you know what i mean and now she's like manages salon she makes a lot of money so like we, yeah. we've tied with like we've always done like you know we've always worked towards each other's yeah. uh dreams and that's yeah. the thing is like you know when you have kids it's like oh who cares what i want to do now you you're you're in, you're in the driver's seat the little thing take over for me and, and all my dreams <laughs> I've, been, I've been able to jump from a uh an mc level right so yeah. doing shows and rocking to more of a management point include because of the show yeah. so now i'm kind of like managing artists and i'm maneuvering things and i'm putting oh ads here make sure we go and cover this event so i'm more on a on a management level and i see definitely that i noticed that it's a young young man's game totally to be an mc at that yeah level. and i'm i'm 31 dude yeah. so like i'm I, not uh i'm not a young dude anymore. I, i'm gonna be 30 december i remember so I being a young guy i remember being the young kid that battled i remember being the young kid that rapped yeah and i remember it being tight to be 19 and have an album out and stuff yeah. you know but uh i'm not that dude anymore and that's why i know too that's why i'm like i like we say like you know it'd be great to be you know, that on that kind of crazy Eminem level as a rapper. Right. But I just don't even see that as like a viable option for someone like me for like that huge of a market of people. I think like I'm a very, you know, I'm a, I'm an acquired taste. I'm a niche market rapper. Yeah. Right. But, you know, not enough people know about me, you know, yeah. right now. Yeah. And, and when I say like I'm better than these other dudes, like I, I say it and I mean it and I don't mean it to be like, a jerk, uh, or, or, I mean, music is subjective. So I could say I'm better than someone and someone can totally disagree with me. We right. could both be right. But I mean, I'm better because I'll get in the ring and prove it at yeah. the end of the day. That's the difference between us battle rappers and regular rappers. When regular rappers walk into the room and battle rappers are in the room, they'll walk in and they'll go, what's up, man? I watch all your shit. You know, they give us respect. There's no shortage of glory in this business. They also make a hundred times more money than us, yeah. you know, yeah. and we all know it. Everybody knows it. They know, they know that we're killers and we know that they make more money than us. Right, right. And at the end of the day, like they, you'll never see, rarely will you see one of them pop off to a battle rapper because a battle rapper would just be like well whatever then let's fucking battle and then, and then all your fans are like oh shit why don't you battle him he does battle you should battle him and then it's bad for you it's right funny that you said that because uh again 
uh, I saw Lupe. Kind of oh, Lupe and Diz. They go. <laughs> that's why I said some, sometimes Lupe is a rare case, man. And, but even, okay. So now get Lupe in the ring with Diz and everybody and, wants to see that. Even but, the people that are fans of Lupe, they're like, Oh, you got to battle him now. You talk ne- all that Lu- shit. It'll never happen. Never. Lupus people are not going to let them do that Why? first of all. Me in that yeah. battle because there's, there's, you know, varying. It was a split decision in the building. Yeah. And then, you know, I have people tell me I won. I have people tell me I lost. And I honestly, I don't disagree with either party. You know what yeah. I mean? I think if you're a battle fan, you definitely give it to me because I took a battler's approach. I yeah. think if you're a mad child fan, which he probably brought more of to the table than I brought battle fans, yeah. you know, uh, then, he when he was delivering he delivered more clean and more consistent you know what i mean and a lot of people don't judge it on rounds either they don't go he got this round he got this round he got this round because i think i got the first two and he got the third either way all i was saying there was as the guy who comes in with that fan base if you're cannabis if you're mad child you don't have to have crazy bars see that's what you don't have to you could say tom cruise mom shoes and motherfuckers (laughs) will be like you fell out your mother's booty hole all wiggly. People be like, oh, shit. That's crazy. Okay. Uh, playing devil's advocate on both sides. Yes. I'm going to say this. Matt Child won the battle. Yeah. Uh, because it was more clean, precise, and delivered. Totally. Now, on the other side, I'm going to say Matt Child won the battle because he didn't fuck up. Yeah. Purely yeah, yeah, put, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, fair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because here's this guy who's never battled, mm-hmm. but has some of the most lyrical exactly. illicit bars exactly. and he stepped up to a, a, a senior battle rap yeah. and didn't fuck up yeah, yeah, yeah. give him the battle win yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty much what happened right well yeah, they, it was split they just in the building it, yeah, because it was split in the building it he was didn't, two and three and he didn't choke good for you you and win. we're in fucking you know, Canada you know? oh okay <laughs> that you gotta figure that has a lot to do with that like if we did that battle in California yeah. like there wouldn't have been a split decision right at all. Well, you can't, you can't say much about, come yeah. here, Juno Awards yeah, and yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. prevails on like came, a cooking show the other day. This came out and said, I got one question. What? Who here is proud to be fucking Canadian? <laughs> the whole place went, wow. And I just, I like looked at the camera <laughs> like, Oh shit! You know how many times I've been that guy, man. I bet, dude. I go out and battle in the UK, and one of the judges like, oh, so kids, because it's better if like battle axe warriors can go online with battle fans and argue about who they thought won. You know what I mean? And honestly, that probably drives up the views of that Mad Child battle consistently every every as much as him getting more and more and more recognition. And believe me, like have knowing dude, uh, having you know communicated with him during the battle shit and you know seeing him from time to time after uh and talking to him here and there uh he's a cool fucking dude super cool and like came from like the brink of his own personal destruction and Mm -hmm. really like when we were doing that battle shit uh he was like that he was like yeah i was like yo you need to get a twitter (laughs) you know and now he's got like crazy twitter followers you know what i mean like he was just getting back in the scene and that you know like having any part to do with that even if i was like you know, a fucking stepping stone to his like, yeah. you know, rebirth as an artist. I'm happy, man. I'm, I'm like, happy to see his good, success. I'm glad you recognize it because that's what I was thinking. It's yeah. like, okay, if Matcha loses this, oh, it would have ruined his career. Really gonna bother him, and it's gonna not be. But I think because his fans were willing to give yeah. him that second chance. Step one, good. Yeah. Second, uh, he's building this thing, good. Music's yeah. coming out, good. Yeah. Now here comes this battle thing where you're really reaching out of your comfort zone, yeah. and he wins. Totally. Now. Full force, back to clean, 
sober match out. Let's get a move. I don't know. If I, I'm not saying that if it if he lost that battle, it would have been the end of Matt Child, or he would have fucking went back to drugs or whatever. But <laughs> it wouldn't have helped. It wouldn't have helped, <laughs> and it definitely how the battle went down definitely helped him in his career. You know, to just and and I wouldn't say it has any more to do with his success now than any you know of of his last album releases or whatever it's a it's a string of him being consistently good since he came out of rehab that has made him kind of a a successful dude now and that's why like i said like i applaud that dude's success and i'm super happy even though he's an opponent and even though that that success at some in some way comes from my defeat you know still still stoked to see him as a fan good. and as a hip-hop as, a, as someone who shook his hand and like when you battle with the, somebody it's like you know it's like when you fought kids in elementary school and then you were friends with them afterwards you know what i mean like even if like we i never had any animosity towards them and for you know for real i just had competition animosity towards them I and met then him even after and he like, told me you were a fucking asshole oh yeah okay that's what he said no way he would no, never he say that just fucking he's the nicest fucking dude <laughs> isn't he just he would some, be like he'd be like yeah. he's cool yeah, your biker, he's the Mar- your biker, well, mouse from Mars. Biker, that's a Dog. great. That's oh. a great. We all know life is mighty hard, but we find it quite bizarre that nowadays you look like one of the fucking biker mice from Mars. <laughs> he looks like the biker mice from Mars, bro. You nailed that one. I was like, yes, that's it. Uh, enough about him though. Yeah. Let me bring it back to you in the last one before we get into some segments. All right. Because, uh, we have a couple segments, mm-hmm. uh, that I want to touch base with you. Okay. Uh, last one. Yeah. When Battle first started, it was like, hey, my style is better than yours and your crew is this. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I'm gonna murder your mom and I'm gonna cut your baby's guts and I'm gonna fucking rape you with them. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like the most horrendous bar is being told to another male. Okay. I, I, how, like you just said, oh, you're gonna fight and then your friends afterwards. Yeah. How are you on that level maintain a level head to not punch someone or not hold the animosity next time you see the person yeah, yeah, yeah. after having told you he'll do this to your mom or your wife or your dog, whatever? But he won't. But it's <laughs> publicly stated yeah, around millions of people. He's not like going a, to. As a male. Yeah, but you know he won't. Like, That's the thing. If I thought that anybody would, like, or if somebody took some kind of like, I can't even think of what someone would say to me, could say to me in a battle that would make me flash. I can't even think. Okay. I suppose if you were like, said something crazy about my wife, but like, you say something crazy about, about your wife, I don't care. You say something crazy about my wife and say her name or like, you got a picture of her or something like crazy shit like there's that there's like specifics dates and details i would freak out right like, but, wait, wait, but there's <laughs> nothing like i don't have any like like people have crazy like caustic has ruined people's careers like dude what you know cheated on his girl and yeah. everybody knew about it and yeah. this fool just exposed it in a yeah. battle and like yeah. just ruined dude you know yeah. and people are like that's crazy i'm like well if you have that kind of shit hanging over your head bro you shouldn't be in battle rap you know what i mean mm. like i'm not saying like i'm perfect but i don't leave I, I do business legit. I'm I'm a fucking stand up dude. I don't steal from people. I don't fucking yeah. you know. I'm not sleeping with a bunch of chicks. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm I'm good to my wife. Like I don't have any like glaring weaknesses in a battle, and that kind of lets me go into battle knowing that like what could you possibly say to me yeah. that is gonna hurt me? Mm-hmm. You say you're gonna bang my wife? No, you're not. You're not gonna kill anybody. You're not gonna hurt me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I felt threatened like Diz did last night, maybe for whatever reason, yeah. whether it was 
crazy for him to feel threatened or not, you know, like I would, I would have to react, but I just don't, the, my character doesn't lend itself to that. Okay. Disaster's character, yeah. Math Hoffa's character, yeah. they do. Like yeah. my, I, Durbag Dan, he's not the type of guy who goes into battles and fights. Mm-hmm. I say fucked up shit. I talk about people's house burning down like a week before the battle and shit like that. Like I've done that. Like I've, yeah. I've done, you know, like I, like my, some of my favorite rounds ever are like rounds about like crazy shit. Like yeah. Fredo did a round about Swave Sever's dad only having one arm. Yeah. And like just a whole round about it. That's crazy. You know D- what I mean? Diz did that whole thing on DNAs, like mom, like riding the wheelchair yeah, through the like house. Sit, and like, like, oh, uh, Pat stayed <laughs> and, and talking about Marv's, uh, it's the worst at talking that. about oh Marv's brother with, uh, who's, you know, has some kind of uh, disability, and yeah. that's crazy, right? Yeah. Like that's crazy stuff. So, but you yourself, you just you just realize it's a battle and it's good. Yeah, and stuff. I and 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 the way that I even say the crazy shit I say, I don't think that people, I don't think that any of my opponents have ever been like, oh, I want to punch you. Yeah, like I've never felt that in a battle. Yeah. Like, oh, this guy's gonna strike on me. Oh, I felt, oh, oh I'm I'm losing. Yeah. Like this fool's beating me now. Yeah. Like, and that's. That's what I'm going for. But I've never been like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that. This fool's going to punch me. You know what I mean? Because the type of shit, I know there's certain things that I could say about other people. Like, I've battled people and not said shit because I didn't think it would be cool. You know Mm. what I mean? Like, not because I was scared or, you know, because... It ain't gonna do me because you don't need this to win right now. I can win this no. battle without having no, said no, that. no. And and I like that dude. He's my friend. We kicked it before. Mm, okay. I don't want to. I don't need to ruin his whatever marriage yeah. or you know whatever by saying I seen him with another bitch at another battle or whatever. <laughs> like that's not. I it. I don't need to win that bad. You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I'm not saying that that like when Caustic did that, it was to a kid in another country. That he had never met before. And he was like, man, that's kind of fucked up. What do you think? I'm like, do that shit. Fuck yeah. that kid. Would he do that to you? Hell yeah, he'd do that to you. <laughs> Get him. But I'm talking about like with people I know and like my friends. You're good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, good. It's an in-depth into, into Dirtbacks Dan's head. Yeah. I like that. We got a couple segments we want to touch base on on the show. Cool. Okay. Your first segment is something I like to call Top 5. Mm-hmm. Very simple. You give us your top five musical influences. Okay. Doesn't have to be hip hop. It could yeah, be fucking totally. reggae it or won't be. reggaeton. It'll or be whatever. it'll be a wide mix of things. Whatever it is that you listen to, your top five. Top five. Okay. Um, if we're just starting where hip hop is concerned, the first rapper that really had like an effect on me, where I was like, "Oh my god, this is fucking amazing," was uh, Brother Lynch Hum. Mm. Uh, Loaded is like my favorite album ever. So I like I, I definitely put Lynch up there. Okay. Um, I've definitely been strongly influenced by reggae uh, and so many different artists, but Sizzla in particular is someone who I always go back to, and he's such a has such a range as a reggae artist. He's a dancehall guy. He's a you know roots reggae guy. He has crazy like super religious songs and he has super clip on them you know yeah. gangster songs so like I, I just think he's the best um pink floyd uh has always been something that i've gone back to consistently i think animals is like the greatest album ever made front to back mm-hmm. um and i'm i'm a I, I'm, a, I'm a hippie kid i guess i grew up doing too much lsd and stuff like that and i, and I definitely <laughs> like have like gone on the journey with like Pink Floyd and all sorts of other different musicians in that in that kind of realm. Yeah. Um, Daft Punk for sure. Oh, like man. more recently than than ever, but uh, just crazy kind of like 
little pieces of songs that are so catchy, so you know, like man, like that's crazy. Yeah. That I just heard that in my head right now. Like nothing, nothing like that punk for that. And then also like I'm I'm a huge metal fan, and uh, one metal band in particular, uh, Sepultura, is uh, always been my favorite, just because they they were like a grittier Brazilian Metallica, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like. Uh, they ended up becoming super famous in their own right, uh, and then their music got shitty. <laughs> but like their old stuff was really uh, something that I I always listened to. You got a lot of range right there. Yeah, I like that. I like your top five, but you know what? I don't really give a shit about top. Yeah, five. okay. Because your bottom five, all right, are way more interesting, and I'm gonna tell me a lot more about you than your top five will. Damn. You know, your bottom five gives me like a level of what kind of uh where you hold the standard. Of your music, you yeah. Know? So I need Dirtbag Dan's bottom five. Dirt what shit like, do I don't dirt, like, man? Dirt five. I'm such a I'm such a positive guy. I don't think <laughs> I don't think about shit that I don't like. But this guy, that's because like, I smoke a lot. I'm always happy. Um, there's what do like I not like? You know what? I, I listen to and I'll turn it off if he's on because I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, there's got to be okay. So there there are definitely things like that, but I, I find them more genre specific. Like okay, like uh, super like like san diego white boy reggae like sublime mm. like every other band yeah in in every restaurant is like singing about the same dumb sh- white boy reggae shit i hate that man <laughs> i hate that okay i hate that yeah. um i was on a tour in japan and they were playing limp biscuit over and over again and i was reminded about how much how not fond i am of just rap rock in general yeah and look there's it's been done right Run DMC and, and Aerosmith, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, uh, um, Public Enemy and, and Anthrax, Bring yeah. the Noise, amazing. But pretty much every other rap rock endeavor in the history of rap rock has just been terrible for me. So white boys playing reggae. White, white boy reggae, <laughs> rap, rap, rock. rap rock. And not white boys playing reggae because there's some great reggae bands that are all white dudes but yeah. like white boy reggae white about boy like reggae. chilling at the beach with my friends jank it jank shut up dude die with that okay so <laughs> <laughs> so super bro reggae bro. let's call it bro reggae yeah. let's call it rap rock yeah bro okay dang um i wasn't super good with like the super heavy swag stuff and like no no disrespect to like Lil B or anything, but I could never really get into that. Okay. You know what I mean? Just the like, and it was always like a matter of like, wow, a really amazing production. Why did you let someone just drink a bunch of codeine and slur all over your music? <laughs> really doesn't make sense. And then on that to- token, like, I like some EDM, obviously. I oh. said, I, Daft Punk was yeah. amazing, right? But like some of that shit and like, just the like ten, you know, dubstep in general, where you're like, like four hours of that shit. At oh, kill me, dude. Oh. So I'm saying like, <laughs> look up. Okay, look up an article called like top ten dubstep producers under ten years old, and their and and you'll their music is consistent with anything in that genre is making. What does that tell you about that kind of music? If a ten year old can make it, then it's terrible. Maybe he's music. really gifted ten year old. So like really shitty dubstep, and I'm <laughs> okay. like, don't like point some classic joker song out to me i mean like really bad dubstep okay i hate that shit All right. and then at the top of my list is sappy ass country and like who doesn't uh, love johnny cash or who doesn't but i just hate the i'm drinking on my pickup truck i love my wife and I'm, oh it's just boom and fucking put a bullet in my head that shit's so terrible <laughs> 
I can't even listen to it for a second. Like if it's not like some like really like serious ass dark country like yeah. storytelling shit, yeah. then a minute it comes on. I'm yeah, like, boom. Oh, turn that shit off. I got a barbecue oh, stain like, on my white t-shirt. And oh, totally. And the and and the <laughs> chicks are the worst, bro. They're the worst. Always about like. Being mad at their dude so for some shit. you're not a big shit. Dolly Parton fan, I'm guess. I just don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. <laughs> hey, listen, ladies, don't take this the wrong way. But I don't want to hear bitching. And and even if it comes, as I a hear you enough at home. Form, you gotta worry but, about uh, it. No, I, wifey's good for it. That's why I married her, right? Oh, uh, because she doesn't. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> but dude, seriously, I'm like, projecting. No, we're I'm like, I'm projecting. I'm joking. Don't 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 listen to this. So we can't go home now, bro. You <laughs> you screwed us both, bro. All We're right. trapped in the studio forever. Good. I like those bottom five. <laughs> uh, I usually add my own bottom five to everyone's list, but I promise that I would stop doing that because okay. I, I feel it's too much negative. Because you're just bringing in more negative shit. You're like, and here's the five shit I hate this week. No, one. It's one artist, but it's I, I realized it's just nothing but promotion for that artist, so I'm gonna skip it. Yeah. Uh, there's one other segment that I like to bring up with you. It's called venting. So I need a minute. Simple minute yeah. of venting from dirt back then. Like I left the twenty in the ATM the other day. Okay. I stuck my toe going to the bathroom. Like I need venting. Okay, I'll keep it consistent with what's been going on this weekend. Uh, quit talking to me about what's for the culture. Don't tweet me about what's for the culture. What's good for the culture? Fuck you. You don't know what's good for the culture. You know what? Sometimes punching people in the face brings people to battles. I I, I don't think it's a good idea. I'm not telling people to fucking punch people in the face. But Q-Tip was tweeting about fucking battling yesterday yeah. you know method man was tweeting about battling yesterday you know everybody was talking about disaster last night and it wasn't because he had an amazing battle it was because he punched a motherfucker in the face so don't tell me that this shit's bad for the culture or whoa battle rap's gonna fall apart no motherfuckers are just gonna need to make sure that we don't punch each other in the face anymore just put a fucking security guard in there or someone who's we're you know scared is gonna do something to us fuck give them a taser or something just don't let us <laughs> we can't punch each other anymore sure but don't tell me it's fucking bad for the culture you're dumb Cool. I like it. Very good. Thank Very well put together. Very <laughs> I like it. I've been thinking about that. It's, it's good. It's been on my mind. Ah, fuck that. Come on. Man, fuck that. Bullshit. Fuck that. Ain't no way I'm gonna let him do me like that. Nah. <laughs> fuck that. Everybody on the radio pay I can't relate to that Gotta go to work, gotta get paid I can't be late for that I'm grinding, no chain on me, no diamonds No looking back or rewinding If there's money to make, then I'll find it I'm like, fuck that shit, fuck that shit This is for my people on a bus pass shit This is for the ones that gotta walk to work And then deal with a boss, what a fucking jerk This is for the mom that gotta work a double shift And cook, cause the fucking baby daddy ain't shit Fuck that shit, girl, you don't really love him Hope he gets shot while he out there clubbing Fuck these low-life motherfucking drug dealers Fucking up the biz, homie, look at that we live Thinking we can get an ounce of coke, cook it at the crib Whip it with the water, then we push it to the kids Fuck the future, buy a gun Stand tall when the sirens come, lick shots out of Cop, don't try and run, you leave a good looking corpse if you're dying young Fuck common sense, fuck consciousness, fuck politics, fuck all of it Fuck following, I wanna take the lead, they wanna take from me I wanna make them bleed, fuck make believe, fuck having dreams Fuck anybody but me, having things, I mean I don't give a fuck about none of y'all Trust that, if you don't like it, let me hear you say fuck that Fuck that Man, fuck that I'm saying, fuck that I'm gonna let him do me like that. Nah. <laughs> Fuck that. 
everybody in the club on Molly. I can't relate to y'all. Walk around like some motherfucking zombies. That can't be great for y'all. I'm high as fuck, but if a young motherfucker wanna try his luck, then I'm ready for that. But kid better relax, and if I battle motherfuckers, then they better be racks in my hand right now. I don't think you really understand right now. Y'all don't really wanna fuck with Dan right now. I'm a man right now. Fuck that, get black with a cam right now. All the east side homies gon' raise it up. On the south side homies gon' blaze it up. On the west side cats got work for sale, and on the north side homies stay papered up. Fuck these motherfucking right wing douchebags, blaming on the president and blaming on the poor. Liberal idiots screaming on the center floor. Everybody want a job, we don't wanna go to war, no shit. Tell me something that I didn't know. Killing innocent people up on a video. Fuck. That. It's a drone attack, we the land of the free, but we known for that Fuck Democrats, fuck Republicans, just remember that Fuck the government, they don't give a fuck about us right now Trust me, there ain't no one you can trust right now Fuck knowing the truth, fuck living a lie, fuck living in fear Fuck living to die, I mean I don't give a fuck about none of y'all Trust that, if you don't like it, let me hear you say fuck that We cried, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We went through some ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a great time. Thank you for coming down. I appreciate it. Hey, fucking good to be here. But you I'm cannot here. leave without the signature of the show. Okay. So it's something I like to call 12 rounds. Okay. So the way it works is I'm going to ask you 12 questions. All right. Each more difficult than the last. Okay. If you answer all 12 questions, honestly, you are the champion. All right. You walk away with the belt. You're the winner. Oh, I'll definitely answer them honestly. <clears throat> right or wrong, I don't know, but they'll be honest. Exactly. If you cannot answer the question, or you will not answer yeah. the question. Yeah. You will be knocked out. Okay. I'm the champion. I get those glasses. Okay. You can go home crying. That's fine. I don't. The glasses are cheap. All right. I'll get your, <laughs> I'll get your phone. Like, I don't but know. No, you can't have my phone. Okay. The I'll get your glasses. Cheap. The glasses are. You okay. can have them. Are you willing to play 12 rounds to back down? Yeah, let's go. Round number one. Simple. What is your favorite part about your craft? Uh, favorite part about rapping is performing whether it be a battle or be doing a show it's the best part about doing it i love making music i love being in the studio but nothing like being out there and doing it round number two what is your least favorite part about your craft um self-promotion marketing myself having to tell other people how good i am Mm -hmm. i'd like to just fucking get up on stage and do it but they won't let you do it unless you tell them you're fucking good. And if you don't have a manager, you're the guy doing that doing shit. It, yeah. And then you're negotiating your own shit and you want to do it. So yeah. That's bad. That's a bad look. <laughs> You'd be like, I want to play, but how much are you going to pay me? It doesn't Not, sound right. <laughs> doesn't sound right. <laughs> Round number three. If you could collaborate with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? I would. Daft Punk would be fucking awesome to do a song with because they, they can make every kind of music. And I think like. I just really dig their production ability. Like, yeah. I think they're fucking robots. So I think that would be cool to work with robots. All right. I like, I like that. Round number four, what are you most proud of? Um, I don't know. I guess battling. Just the, my, my career, my legacy as a battler is, has been my greatest achievement thus far. 
Yeah. Uh, I love the music I made. I'm proud of the music I made, especially my last album. But the mark that being able to be a guy who's, you know, top 20 most viewed in, you know, the world and have 10 million views on YouTube for anything yeah. is fucking cool, you know? And it's not getting kicked in the nuts. It's me being a dick. I like that. Round number five. What are you most ashamed of? What are you least proud of? Um, my last battle before this one yesterday. Really? The Charlie Clips battle. Are yeah. you just completely ashamed of that? Yeah. No, it was terrible. It was the worst moment of my, uh, why? The, one of the worst moments of my life, straight up. Uh, cause I failed. I, and I was, and I, I, uh, I shouldn't have, you know what I mean? And mm. that's, it just, it, I didn't, I've been underprepared and then the fear of, of, of failure has driven me to success. Yeah. And in that situation, I was waiting for the fear of failure to come in, carry me in, away and it just fucking I left me there alone on stage Damn, and it was bro. a dark moment. Okay. I respect <laughs> that. I respect that. Round number six, we're halfway there. Okay. You're doing pretty good, but I, I got some uppercuts. I got some okay. jabs thrown at you. Round right. number six, what is your biggest fear? Um, that, It'll all be for nothing, and and I guess I know that it will be. So, you know, got to face my fears every day. I mean, nothing really matters on the, in like the grand scheme of things, right? So, like, I guess it all depends on what for nothing will mean when I'm fucking taking my final few breaths. That's that. I mean, that's that's it. That's pretty grim. <laughs> that, but <laughs> that's a, that's about that's about my my biggest fear is that all of this shit will be for nothing. It's all, nothing. Everything's for yeah. nothing, bro. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying, right? So it's like I face my fears every single day. Oh, we are. It's just creatures. I'm, like, that I'm are... not unnaturally scared of anything. I'm not scared of spiders. I'm not scared of snakes. I'm not scared of heights. Like I'm, I'm as scared as I need to be of yeah. those fucking things. Like I'll kill a spider, and if it's fucking you know poisonous, I'll be like, oh shit, and it's I'll poisonous. kill it with a shoe yeah. or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like I'm not unnaturally fear of. of I don't have any cra- kind of crazy unnatural fears. There's no phobias or anything. I don't fear being alone. I'm alone fucking all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, I think the only thing I really fear is that all of the fucking shit I'm do will be for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Round number seven. Who would you take a bullet for? Uh, wifey for sure. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, man. I take a bullet for a lot of motherfuckers, which is you know what? I take a bullet for probably. Half of the people on my list wouldn't take a bullet from me back, too. And uh, I know that, and I would still fucking take that bullet. Yeah. Okay. Well, kind of round number eight, who would you let that bullet hit? Um, I'm not saying, I'm not, look, I got to put the disclosure in there. I'm not saying you shoot anyone. So yeah. I'm saying, there's a bullet flying through the sky. You're just not going to jump in front of it. You're just uh, not going to, you know. Who would I let the bullet hit? Who would hit? you let that bullet hit? I don't have a lot of fucking hate in my heart, but uh, anybody... Fuck, man. I've been inundated lately with these, like, on my fucking Facebook feed. I'll see, like, people putting up shit where, like, someone's abusing, like, an animal or something like that. Oh, and yeah, I like fucking, the crush videos. I fucking hate that. You like, know there's a whole genre of crush yeah, videos? Yeah, whoever is making that shit, <laughs> I want every bullet to go through them. You know what it's I mean? It's literally like, just... Like them stepping on a puppy. How the fuck? Whatever bitch is doing that for a dollar <laughs> needs to be fucking. I would shoot. You know what I mean? Like I would pull the trigger on that one. Okay. I would not only let the bullet hit them. I would fucking pull the trigger. No one I could think of like, like t- Tommy. Fuck that. I'd like to. I'd let the bullet hit him. Like yeah. there's no one I could think of like yeah. that that I would specifically. But just in general, like if you got if you get any jollies from fucking hurting small things, then yeah. you should definitely be fucking bulleted. I'm with you. I like that one. That's a good, that's a good answer. That's never been brought up before. Cool. I like that. Round number nine. Who would you never work with? Who would, Who would you I never work ever, with? Ever, ever. They 
but they had like a briefcase full of hundreds. You know what I'm saying? Like, even Fuck, like a that's re- like when I say that, there's like a, there's like some specific motherfuckers who I would never work with. Who would you never work with? Um, you, and you probably never heard of him. Dude okay. named Meg Abusive. I would never work with him. Okay. One time we, you know, we've almost came to blows multiple times. Really? And, and he, you know, he, is he, he a was, battle scene rapper? Yeah, old, old school battle okay. scene rapper before okay. the grind time shit. Uh-huh. And I would just like, and even like we've been like, yeah, whatever, squashed is cool. But I would never work with that dude, mm. no matter what. Okay. And I really can't say that about like anybody else. Like that's the only person I've ever like said that about. Really? Ever. And I told, I've told him that. I've told his friends that. Like yeah. I'll never work with that dude in any fucking capacity yeah. in any way. But uh, otherwise, fuck, like I'm down to work with even like some dumbass country bird and who wants to sing about fucking shit that wants to make me throw up. I'll be like, let's do this shit. <laughs> it's fucking rocking. Let me do my, my, my whole verse is going to be about how you're a dumbass country bird. <laughs> you know, Nelly did a collab with Totally. Yeah. T- Toby that's the kind of shit right there. That's the kind of specific shit I hate right there. <laughs> where you're like, come on. But Nelly's the man. I seen him in the poker room in the Bellagio and he was killing it. Cool people. I, I just, I was like, Hey, Nelly. I didn't like talk to him, yeah. but he was just, he was chipped up, bro. He oh, was doing, just, was doing work out there. How round number 10. Last three. We're doing pretty good. Cool. Do you believe in God? Uh, I believe in a God, but not any kind of like specific one. You know what I mean? Like, I don't believe in like fucking, you know, puffy white cloud gray beard god or whatever mm-hmm. so is god to you more of a energy and a force or is it like a like a, like a being that's i just it? i think there's certain things that people can't explain like mm-hmm. and won't ever be able to be to explain there's certain you know just the the you know how we're here that question of why and, and and whatever i don't think that'll ever be able to be answered and i think because there's some you know something bigger than than us or beyond our kind of comprehension that is driving that Mm -hmm. i don't think it's like a right and wrong heaven and hell fucking you know i think it's more of like you know whatever god is is whatever kind of sets that shit in motion whatever Mm -hmm. starts rolling that snowball down the hill you know what i mean and he has no kind of control over how big the snowball gets or what Uh, it crushes on the way you know what i mean but like he was like a catalyst but being a catalyst but didn't have that's control that's about his god i mean that's probably the the definition of being a god is being a catalyst for life so that's I definitely believe that there's some something beyond our comprehension that is a catalyst for life, and I. But I don't prescribe to any like individual religion. You okay, know what I mean? right, makes sense. Round eleven. What is your strongest insecurity? What are you most insecure about? Um, fuck, I don't like sounding stupid. That's it's important to me to not to not sound like an idiot. Yeah. Which is ironic because I do a podcast where I get like really high and drunk and talk yeah. for two hours. <laughs> so it's hard. <laughs> it's, it's a hard thing to do. But yeah, that's, I don't fucking like that Charlie Clips battle. Yeah. I won't watch it. I've never watched it. Really? Yeah. So I won't, I don't like to look back on moments of, of failure. Or that, maybe, like, maybe, maybe just as a training tool or not. Never. You learn not I, to I, use I learned. And I was of... there. <laughs> so I remember that <laughs> okay. shit. Okay. But I don't, and, and you know, like football teams watch their, 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 to see like where they can kind of. Yeah. But it's different because it's not like. It's not a physical activity. Where I know at. what I did wrong. Uh, you okay. know what I mean? And there's not nothing I'm going to watch on that video that's going to do that, you know, remind me of, oh, don't do that shit again. Yeah. Yeah. I already know you're don't do it. that shit again. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. I like that. Last question. Okay. Yeah. So we've had a great interview. Thank you for coming down. It really gave me an idea of where you guys are coming from and, and, and kind of what you got in, plan in the future. Yeah. I'm glad to be able to, you know, meet 
people that I'm a fan of, yeah. and you're super cool, regular basis, because I think you wanted this to happen as much as I wanted it to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm a, uh, I'm a fan of having fans, and yeah. I'm trying to have as many more as, as humanly possible. And, and you got a fan here? And I'm out here, do, yeah. I'm out here, uh, doing battles and i'm trying to fill my time with as much work as humanly possible it's it's an honor for me to be able to come down and chat with thank you, you i appreciate it so hey and you know again if you're in orange county we are a full recording studio and we sure. we also hey, like i said 66 fest we also got some dope stuff you want to be a part of that Let yeah us know. man we can always book well, you look, or have you at see, least come this is out. how this is how these things happen now you know yeah like dan is the guy to talk to about yeah. that there isn't some booking agent like or some way, manager like you call me and yeah. you say hey man we want you to come out and all well that, i got a quinceanera which well, I think you would you be know, amazing for. I, they, hey, I am a Martinez, you know what I mean? So <laughs> hey, you'd Mar- be fucking surprised. I'm a Martinez as well. No shit. Look at that. Yeah. George Martinez. Where fuck Daniel Martinez. Boom. Yeah. Ba- I got a cousin. Wow. See this? Yeah. What do you call it? Uh, spirits. We're into I'm telling you, bro. Every block I've ever lived on in my life in <laughs> yeah. San Jose, there's been another Martinez. Ah, you just block. ruined it. I up. thought we had something special. Oh, going. bro, come on. Oh, open the, open the, whatever. Open the yellow pages out here, homie. <laughs> You'll be two pages of Martinez's. <laughs> round 12, last and final round. Yeah. Dirtbag Dan, the ultimate question, really. Yeah. The only reason why I have you in here is to ask you this one question, Orca. which is why? <sighs> Good question, man. Why not? Is my my Wait, answer everyone's answer? Really? Yeah, it's not a, clever. It's right? a number one. It's not clever. Look, uh, you know, I, I'll tell you why. Because uh, much like a shark, if I stop moving, I'll die. You know what I mean? So that's the only. That's my why for every day. Because everyone's got to answer their own little why in their own life. Like for me, it's like a shark. You know what I mean? Like I just got to keep fucking water running over my gills, or I'm gonna fucking die so i gotta every day i gotta get up do some other shit and a lot of that shit requires that question you'd be like god why the fuck am i doing this because you'll die if you stop moving i like that all right you are the champion better than why you you win (laughs) you win it's been a pleasure thank you for coming down i could not uh imagine this gone any better come down to our regular shows when you know we got we got a uh, uh, an engineer here. We have you know uh, people running up and down, getting you drinks, you yeah. know, blowjobs, oh, whatever man. you want. We'll hook you up. Oh man, come you down know, on next I'm easy, Wednesday. bro. I got I got a spliff rolled, and and I'm a happy boy. We got to watch the the end of the uh, World Cup match that I was listening to earlier. There you go. So I'm happy. glad you had a good time. But before you leave, yes, you cannot leave without blessing us with sixteen. Okay, sixteen. Any MC has ever acapella, please. Okay, it will be a pleasure. Dirt back down. Okay. I'll wake the flock up. Sixteen. Boy, you should listen to definition of spitting. I'm destined for my position. My recognition is written. You click. They live in bitching. Practicing repetition. Immune to your criticism. I thrive with opposition. Grab a pen. I'm spitting wisdom while y'all mushy from thizzing. I'm all about my business. Looking to make a difference. Your lyrics lack conviction. It's a walking contradiction. You measure triumph in inches to see us look in the distance. We work pumping like pistons. Educated. Our writings are dedicated to ripping. We all made it our mission. Often met with resistance. Always based on appearance. They think because of my pigment. My lyrics won't be coherent. I'm laughing on a sideline cracking a smirk at these jerks who think they could treat me like dirt and then get a 16 not for free we get paid otherwise just get away wake up the flock mm. turn back dan thank you for coming through uh it's been a pleasure it's been an honor please come back uh we'd love to have you back on you want we have artists you want to co-host for Shoot me a tweet let me know we got some good names coming up this is how we make this shit happen exactly we build together and we grow yeah 
Back Dan, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so for Revolution Studios, for Fahim, for Big O taking care of the of the production today. Sure. For the for the Bay, mm-hmm. of course, for Orange County, California, for real hip hop everywhere, for Dirt Back Dan. This yeah. is Concept Seven One Four asking you, demanding that you help us wake the flock up. Wake the flock up. Wake up. Wake the fuck up.